Hi everyone, this is Jessie from the future. Thank you for giving me the couple of weeks that I had off to process what's going on. If you don't know, listen to my previous podcast. It's been a rough couple of weeks. However, I would encourage everyone, if you care about what's going on in Israel and Gaza, to please donate to Megan Davida Dome, which is the Israeli Volunteer Ambulance Service. They are taking care of people in all communities right now, and they are doing life-saving work. So you can find the link in the bio to donate there if you are so inclined. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Renaissance Era podcast. If you're new here, my name is Jessie, and this is a podcast about your late 20s, early 30s, and becoming the best version of yourself physically possible. If you are new here, I post this podcast every Thursday, and yeah, this is this is my new baby. So this week, I wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, which is international travel. If you know anything about me or you're friends with me, you know that I love going and traveling. I love Europe, particularly. I'm working on not being so Eurocentric, but currently my travel has been quite Eurocentric. I did a study abroad for a month in Italy over the summer, which was great, and now I am prepping for a trip to London. So on the previous podcast that I had, we had done a couple of episodes like this, but I think I'm going to do a couple of episodes on traveling to different European cities and what I think and where you should go. I think I might do a couple of American cities as well for the average Canadian who has no idea. <laughs> um, and we'll go from there. So today we're going to talk about my favorite city on the entire planet. We're going to talk about London in the UK, London, England. And I'm excited because I get to go soon. <laughs> I'm very excited. So the most important thing that I think people don't realize about London is really how large it is. London is a massive city. It is a huge city and everything is piled on top of one another and people are cramped in like a little shoebox and they pay out the arse to be there. And it's amazing. Everything you could possibly want in a city, in a place to live, in a place to visit anything, London has it. Except, you know, like if you're someone who likes 40 degree weather and lying on a beach, this might not be for you. But London, for the average person who loves the city, is the best place. It is the absolute best place. So just a couple of the things that I think people need to know before they visit London is that transit really is your best way to get around. Like even when you get off of the plane, there are two different ways to get to, well, there's three different ways to get from the airport into central London. You can either rent a car, like, get a cab, that kind of thing, which will be so expensive. Or you can take something like the Heathrow Express. I know that there's one from Gatwick, but I can't remember what it's called. Probably the Gatwick Express. I don't know. The Heathrow Express, which is, I fly into Heathrow. I love the Heathrow Express. It is the easiest thing. 
You come into Paddington Station, it takes around a half hour, it's delightful, or a lot of people just raw dog it and they tube. I have too much luggage to tube. (laughs) Taking the tube with my suitcases gives me anxiety. So you will not catch me doing that, but you will catch me doing the Heathrow Express. I will do that as often and as possible as I can. Um, When you're in London, everything is super accessible by transit. And sometimes it's even easier to walk. If you are mobility challenged, that is a different story. But if you are someone who is able-bodied and, you know, up for some exercise, then London is a city for you. So London has a super intelligently connected tube system and overground system. The UK has an amazing train network and their bus system is pretty okay too. So in most cases, I would take the tube from point A to point B. So you get from your hotel. I recommend staying near a tube station. You go to the tube, you take the tube to the nearest stop to where you're heading and you walk from there. However, I would remind people to check the walking time versus the tube time just because sometimes it is cheaper and faster to walk. Even in London where the transit is so good, sometimes it is cheaper and faster to walk. In terms of safety, I've always found London really safe. I do know people who have been there when there have been like terror attacks and things like that, but that's really few and far between. I find London to be a very safe area so long as you are, you know, as you would be in any big city. If you are aware of your surroundings, if you take the proper precautions, I wouldn't be anywhere by myself at night, but I wouldn't do that where I live either. So again, you know, priorities. Unlike North America, UK is set up a bit differently. So there are malls, but you're more likely to find what's called a high street. So a high street being a street where you go to shop specifically. So for example, Oxford Street in London is an example of a high street, Old Bond, Sloan Street, things like that. Those are examples of high streets and they are delightful. You'll also find people refer to certain brands as being high street. So things like Ted Baker, Michael Kors, things that are kind of not designer, but designer. If you catch my drift, that's referred to as high street as well. So I, when I say high street, I'm not referring to the fashion brands unless I specifically state. So a high street is a street where you can go shop. And London is set up into boroughs. So a borough being a collection of neighborhoods that are basically voting districts, it's kind of hard to compare when we're talking about Canada or the United States because we don't have that. Um, So like the Royal Borough of Westminster, the Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, that's very different from how we would refer to neighborhoods and communities in North America. So watch your street signs, watch where you're going. If you actually, this is a very important piece. Google Maps and Apple Maps are crap for the UK. Do not use them. If you really want to use something fabulous for transit, there is a app called Tube Map where it will show you from point A to point B what you have to do. But if you are looking for directions in the city generally that include walking, that include, you know, car directions, anything, City Mapper. City Mapper is your best friend because locals provide the details. So I would download City Mapper. City Mapper is love. City Mapper is life. Before you go, try 
and see if there's anything on at the museums, the theater, um, the concert halls, anything. You have to get tickets relatively early, especially for special exhibits. For example, right now, there is a, well, not right now, I guess it's in a couple of months, there's going to be a Chanel show at the Victoria and Albert Museum. So first things first, most museums in the UK, specifically in London, are free. They're open access to the public. You do not have to pay to get in. You do have to pay for special limited exhibits, for example, like this Chanel show. I've been to the V&A for a couple of different shows. The most relevant one I can think of in comparison is Grace Kelly. They had an entire Grace Kelly exhibit, and I think that was in, oh God, 2010, 2011. I mean, I've been since then, but that's the one I remember the most. That was like a special exhibit. Um, oh, and Fashioned by Nature. That was a good one too. So the VNA does a lot of textiles and costuming work. So they have a lot of um, high-end design exhibits. Anyways, those are always ticketed. You always need to have tickets to go to those. For example, the Chanel show, I wanted to go, but it's sold out. So I will not be going. Um, Theater is another big one, especially if there is a celebrity doing a show that's very common in the UK. Theater is a huge part of their acting industry, if not the part of the acting industry. Um, Every hot British actor you can think of, except for maybe Ben Barnes, did theater as their way up. So, I mean, for example, in February, I am trying my darndest to work out a trip because there is an exhibit that I want to see at the British Museum, and Matt Smith is doing a show in the West End, so I will be damned if I do not go to that. I will fight my way and go into debt to go see Matt Smith do something in the West End. So make sure you're on top of it. Plan ahead. Um, Try and get seat sales on flights. Try and organize your hotel through like a website like booking.com so you're getting the best possible deals. Anything that you can do to make your life cheaper and easier while you're there is a win. In terms of shopping, it really depends what your budget is. If you are going to go to London and be touristy as shit, be touristy as shit. Like, go. Do your thing. Party hard. You will not need as much money as the average person if you're just going to buy touristy things. You'll need money for tickets to get into places like the Royal Historic Palaces, um, places like Westminster Abbey, St. Paul's Cathedral, things like that. You'll have to pay a ticket price. But if you're just going to buy souvenirs, that's kind of a different story. If you're like me (laughs) and you live in Canada, which means that like unless you live in Toronto or Vancouver, you've got access to nothing high end, really. Um, London is the place to be. So when I go to London, I go all out. The last time I went to London, I had to buy a new suitcase on the way home because I'd bought so much. I am the kind of girl who's immediately going to Fortnum and Mason, which is a like high-end tea department store, which is my everything. I am the girl who's in Harrods and Selfridges, which are both two massive high-end designer department stores. Um, If you are the average person, Selfridges is for you. If you are someone who likes to dress up and likes high-end designer and you can afford it, go to Harrods. If not, don't go to Harrods. The judgment you get is disgusting. Um, 
I love Harvey Nichols. I go to John Lewis at Christmas just because they have the best Christmas decorations and wrapping and all of that jazz. If you go anytime in November, December, that is, in my opinion, the best time to go to London. It's delightful. It's so Christmassy. There are Christmas windows. Every department store has a Christmas floor. There's uh, Christmas markets. There's skating rinks. My thing that I want to do the most on my next trip is I want to go when they have frozen over the moat at the Tower of London. I want to skate on the moat at the Tower of London. That is on my wish list for my next trip. I do enjoy the shopping. I also would recommend day trips outside of the city. So I've done day trips to Cambridge. I've done day trips to Oxford. I did a day trip out past Oxford to Blenheim Castle, which is where Sir William Churchill was born, which is, it's insane. It's worth going, especially at Christmas. Um, I've been to the Downton Abbey (laughs) house. Um, but my, one of my favorite trips is if you've got like a day or a weekend, you can, um, go out towards Canterbury and catch a ferry from Dover into Northern France. And the, the ferry from Northern France is fabulous. I would highly recommend you can rent a car on the other side and go see some World War One battlefield type stuff, a Canadian or American cemetery. It's amazing. Completely amazing. But yeah, so that's like the start of what I would do. If I was really hard pressed for things to do, of things that you have to do, I would really skip things like the London Eye. I think that's a waste of your money. I think Madame Tussauds is a waste of your money. You're the Ripley's Believe It or Not shit. That's so a waste of your money. London is the place to see art and culture. If you want to go see half of the world's culture, go to the British Museum. They took it all. It's there. They stole it. It's all there. If you'd like to see amazing art, go to the National Portrait Gallery or the Tate Modern or um, honestly, any art gallery. If you want to see theater... London has its own West End. Aside from the West End, there's also also the National Theatre. And the National Theatre is one of my favorite places in the world. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience every time. Although once upon a time, I did have a... <laughs> once upon a time, I did go to see a play there. Um, with the guy, And I'm going to forget his, his character name. The guy who played the eunuch on Game of Thrones. The Master of Whispers. You'll know what I, what I mean by having said that if you've seen the show. Um... I went, Varys, there we go. I went and saw that actor do a play um, with the guy who played Rory on Doctor Who. Again, I'm forgetting everyone name, everyone's names. I'm horrible at this. Um, and I was struggling because the entire time the show was going on, there was a couple in one of the like seats adjacent being handsy with each other is the polite way to do this on a podcast without scaring people off. Um, very handsy with each other. I got home and I made an entire Instagram set of stories about how grossed out I was by seeing people's parts at the theater. Um, anyway, so the National Theater is normally delightful and normally you don't see people's junk out at the National Theater. I've seen Warhorse, the National Theater. I saw Bill Nye in something. I have to think about that. I don't even remember anymore. I've seen so much at the National Theater. It's delightful. Um, 
things that are kind of out of the way, but still in London, I, I would highly recommend going to a football game. Absolutely go see the football. Um, I like going out to Kew Gardens. That is one of my favorite things to do. I love Kew Gardens. I also love going to Wimbledon. <laughs> um, A, because I love tennis, but um, obviously in the winter, there's not much tennis to be had. I love Wimbledon because my great uncle Charlie lived in Wimbledon. And I like to go walk around occasionally when I have the chance. This was a very unorganized episode of me rambling on about how much I love London. But honestly, if you were to go to any Europe- European city, this is the best one of the bunch, in my opinion. I love London. Um, and I would really, really recommend taking in the art and culture. The British Museum, the V&A, the, National Hist- the Natural History Museum... The National History Museum, the War Museum, all of the museums are fabulous. Every art gallery is worth seeing. Every show that you can see, go see theater, love theater. If you're someone who wants to see Hamilton but doesn't want to spend $800 like in the States, go see it for £100 in the UK. Much more reasonable. Walk around, meet people, go to pubs, go to... Canterbury Street and Covent Garden and have a great time. If there's anything that you feel I've missed, I have left the voice notes open and I have left the Q&A box open. So please tell me anything you think I've missed in this because this is more of a rambly episode. I only have like 25 minutes to film this. So I am recording on a time crunch as I have to go and teach a seminar today. So time is crunching. Um, but yeah, so please let me know if there's anything I've missed. And as always, you will find me here bright and early next Thursday. Toodaloo!